Welcome to the Junk Refund Show, hosted by Alan J. Cook, founder of 1-800-JUNK-REFUND. Have you ever paid those expensive junk removal companies to take away some of your stuff? Only to say to yourself, as a truck drives off down the street, some of that stuff wasn't junk. Did they try to sell it for you and give you some money back? No. Well... Now there is a company that can do just that. Listen to our weekly Junk Refund Show on BBS Radio TV to learn how one lady spent $375 on junk removal and got $3,200 back. 1-800-JUNK-REFUND represents the next generation of junk removal. Learn how to not only save your money on junk removal, but how to get some money coming back. Plus, purchase one of our radio vouchers during the show to save even more on your junk removal. Let's get the junk out of your home and out of your life. Now, with your host, Alan J. Cook. Hey, I am coming to you live, uh, and I'm having a blast here at the Spanex Convention in Salt Lake City. This is day one, and all of the celebrities are just coming into town, including today's guest, Quinton Aaron, who is the co-star of the movie The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock. He will be here in, a, in just a few minutes, um, but I am really having fun here. They've put me in the green room, which is a big open reception area where all the celebrities come to get ready to basically make a pile of money, to be honest with you, signing their autographs, getting photo ops, um, sitting on panels, discussing, you know, what's going on in their life, etc. And this, this awesome guy, Quinton, has agreed to be my guest on the show. Thanks to my buddy, Dave Farr, who is a key player in the FanX conventions around the country. They do four of them around the country. Earlier, uh, earlier, about a few months ago, I interviewed Dave's brother, Dan, who is the CEO of FanX, and have just been having a blast uh, getting to know this convention. I came here last year after Dave encouraged me for a few years to come out and help out as a volunteer. So I did last year, and they, uh, they gave me an assignment to um, collect autographs, um, not collect them, sell autographs. And I just had a, a blast doing it, got to meet a few people, and I'm back this year for the three-day stint just as a volunteer to help my friends out and um, do what I can. Um, last year, they assigned me to William Shatner, and I collected uh, the cash for his autographs for a day, and I've never seen so much cash go through my hands in one day. <laughs> people lined up, paid 120 bucks a shot to get his autograph. And I grabbed the it's all cash, and I grabbed the cash, jammed it into a bank envelope at my feet. That filled up really quickly. We got a second one. That filled up. We started jamming cash in a box at my feet. And after one day, uh, William Shatner walked away with a few bucks. He he went up on this, uh, the, I think it was SpaceX that he went up for a 10-minute ride into space when he was 90 years old. And it was just great watching him bounce around this place last year. This year, 
They've got the cast of Back to the Future here. Michael J. Fox and uh, the rest of the gang will be here on Friday and Saturday. Sitting behind me is the actor who played Biff in that series. Sitting to my right, about 50 feet away, is the, uh, the actor who played the scientist in that series. And I'm, I just kind of, to get a little bit of quiet, I just kind of pulled the table over here in the corner of this guest room uh, where all the celebrities come to just kind of get, uh, get their feet under themselves after flying into town and then going to be a part of this for the next uh, two and a half days. So it's going to be a busy, a busy time. If you are in the Salt Lake City area or even in the Intermountain West area or even in the U.S., in the continental U.S., and you want to come meet a bunch of cool people, they have 93 celebrities coming here this year. So, from what I can tell, one of the highlights this year is the Back to the Future cast. Um, can't say enough, enough good about Michael J. Fox and all the work that he and his family do to raise money. Um, and I, I just think of what they do is, is tremendous, and they're going to be here tomorrow and Saturday. So that's a big deal. The exhibitors are here. There are, I don't know how many, dozens, hundreds maybe, of booths that are set up. I stopped by the guys that do the Lego. There's a, a booth that has all these, all these uh, movie stars, various um, what animated stars, all in Lego form downstairs, and hundreds and hundreds of these little, tiny, what, two-inch at the most high Lego figurines are down there, all lined up, ready to sell over the next three days. If you come into downtown Salt Lake, you're going to see a bunch of people uh, dressed up in costume as their favorite, you know, superhero or whatever. Christopher Lloyd, by the way, that's the scientist from Back to the Future is here. I got to say hi to him just a few minutes ago. Um, but just the, the atmosphere that's here is tremendous. This is the 10-year anniversary of Fan X. When they started doing it 10 years ago, they called it Salt Lake Comic Con. And because of trademark issues, they had to take the Comic Con off. And so brilliant Dan Farr, the CEO, named it Fan X, which is short for Fan Experience, which tells you what priority the fans are in his lineup. They are top priority. They do a great job entertaining those fans and making it a, a an experience that is terrific for the fan base. And it's the fans, like they say in movies, athletics, concerts, whatever, it's the fans that kind of make it work. So I'll tell you a little bit about uh, Quentin Aaron and just some of the things that I've learned um, about him in the last little while. He is a very, very nice guy with the heart as big as gold. Um, has had some uh, some wonderful experiences with his acting career. He's involved in music as well, which I'm excited to talk to him about. Um, and I just think it's it's going to be a lot of fun. He is six eight. Um, at one point in his career, when when he tried out for the movie The Blind Side, he weighed 400 pounds. Then COVID hit 10 years later, and we might talk about this a little bit with him, but he went up to about 559 pounds. That's the heaviest that he's ever weighed. He's nowhere close to that now. He lost over 100 pounds doing some really smart things. He got kind of the weight junk out of his life, if you will. 
and I'm excited to talk to him about that and just have him tell you a little bit more about what he did. Um, but it's a, it's a hectic first day here. He just arrived here in Salt Lake at midnight last night, and now he's here, and you can imagine the life of a celebrity, all the people that want to talk to you and get your autograph. And they have this these booths arranged literally in this Salt Palace convention hall. They have 93 booths all set up where people are going to come and pay big bucks, anywhere from, say, 50 bucks to 120 bucks to get the autograph of one of their favorite celebrities. And when Chris Lloyd was walking by here a few minutes ago, I just shook his hand and introduced myself, told him he's a great actor, and he thanked me, and he said, he talked about the act, the, I'm going to call it the Actors Guild strike that is going on right now, which is affecting these folks, obviously. I can't tell you exactly how it is affecting them in detail, but it is. And it's just a really fun thing to be in this atmosphere and to watch these people walk around uh, and just to, to get the sense of excitement that the fans have for being at this convention. This is the largest convention in the state of Utah. They'll have over 100,000 people come to this convention in the next three days. And my good friend Dave Farr and his brother Dan, uh, Dan, CEO, Dave is kind of his right-hand man that handles the money and the finances, etc. They do four of these around the country, Tampa, Indianapolis, Salt Lake. I forget where the fourth one is. Uh, but they're expanding and growing, and they're giving a great fan experience to people that come by for three days to, to be a part of this. Um, back in the, in the world of junk removal, I did, a, I did a show last week after doing a job down in Tampa, Florida. Our company is 1-800-JUNK-REFUND. We put the word refund in there because we do something different than all the other junk removal companies. We take your good stuff that we think someone else might buy, and we put it up for sale. And if it sells, you get some money back. We think that's the best mousetrap in the junk removal industry. Nobody else, nobody else gives you money back. Uh, they charge you, in most cases, more than we do. We set our prices about 20% below um, some of these other junk removal companies to try and save people some money. And we do four things with the junk. We junk the junk. We recycle stuff like metal and wire. We donate stuff to Goodwill, Salvation Army, Purple Heart, etc., and get you donation receipts if it can be donated. The thing that sets us apart is that we put stuff up for sale. If it's good stuff that we think somebody might buy, we don't refurbish stuff. We don't fix it up and paint it, any of that stuff. But if it's in good shape, which a lot of the stuff is, we'll put it up for sale. And if it sells, you get some money back, 35% of the sales price if we sell something for more than $20. We've been doing it for 20 years. It leads me into all kinds of stories, I can tell you. We cleaned out last month, cleaned out a storage unit in Wisconsin, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. And I'm in Packer, Green Bay Packer country up there. And one of the things that was in this storage unit in a, a transparent plastic bin was an Aaron Rodgers jersey and some other Packers stuff. So we hauled that out. We also found in, in one of the bins in this storage unit um, some coins that were individually kind of sealed and wrapped in boxes. The next job I did was in Chicago, and so a couple of days later I was driving around Chicago, Arlington Heights area, and I stopped by a coin dealer, and I go in there with six or seven boxes of coins, 
one of those coins was a um, a gold coin. It was a quarter ounce gold coin, and with, with gold at nineteen hundred dollars an ounce, we got five hundred dollars for that one coin. So we ended up selling that little coin collection that we had for six hundred and fifty dollars. And I asked the lady as we stood at the entrance to the storage unit. I said. You know, before I started, I said, is there anything you want from in here? And she goes, nope, just take everything that's in there. So the rest of the companies, many of the junk removal companies would never have found the coins, and they would have ended up in a landfill. Some of the companies may have discovered it and found the coins, and if they would have gone home with the drivers, and the owners would have no idea that those coins were in there. I don't think the lady knew the coins were in there. She wouldn't have had us take them. Um, what we do is we look out for it and put it up for sale, and then when we sell it, you get 35% of the sales price. So this lady makes about $280 off of the fact that her junk removal company didn't just take stuff and run away and toss it. And we think that's kind of a, a, a cool trademark, so to speak, of what we do. We've sold all kinds of things over the years. Um, be happy to tell you, and I may tell you more stories about that because I'm just waiting for my guest, Quentin Aaron, to come and uh, I get a chance to interview him here and talk about the blind side and a bunch of other things. That was 14 years ago. He's done a lot of things since then. And when he comes, I think what I'm going to do is kind of start with the present and then work backwards and highlight some of the things that he's done with his career. Curious to see what he's doing with his music career and as you know, there was a controversy that surfaced about three weeks ago with the Blindside movie when Michael Orr, the gentleman that the movie was kind of modeled after, claimed that um, some things were not done properly in the distribution of, of the money and some of the, the way that some things were portrayed in the movie. That just surfaced a few weeks ago. I think, I think Quentin went in and did about a six or seven YouTube video commentary on that. I haven't had a chance to watch that, so I, I assume that's what that was about. But I, I think he made a statement about it. Um, you may ask him about that. I don't think it really involves him at all. It's more between the gentleman that he played, who, by the way, was drafted number 23 by the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL draft a number of years ago. And you know, to have a stellar... NFL career. So hats off to Michael Orr. You probably will remember in 2010, Sandra Bullock won the Academy Award for Best Actress for her portrayal in that movie of uh, Quentin's mother. And she also won the People's Choice Award for Best Actress. And she also won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress that year. So it was a big year for the blind side. And I was just fascinated as I watched this movie again on Monday night by Quentin and what he's done and his, his great acting that, that he did in that movie. And I happened to see that the movie was on, uh, I guess, cable or something the other night again. So it's kind of an interesting, very interesting thing. Um, I wish I had kind of a list of the celebrities that are here that I could just read off to you. I know the, 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 uh, the boys who are the twin brothers on the Harry Potter series, the red-haired twin brothers, they are here. Um, you've got folks from the uh, Karate Kid movie are here. Um, 
a bunch of stars that, because I'm not streaming stuff all the time, I can't tell you exactly what they're in and who they are. I mean, most people probably could. I can't. But some of the older older ones and some of the older movies and stuff, of course, I know them. But it's, it's just kind of fun to be here. And right now, they've kind of got me... They got me in the celebrity room where you, technically you're not supposed to be if you're just a you know, volunteer like me. But they've got me in here over in a corner so I can do this, uh, this radio show, which I am excited to do. One of the things we do during the radio show as well, we sell a voucher in the Washington, D.C. metro area. It's a voucher for a pickup truck of, of junk to be removed. That is normally $229. During the radio show, we sell it for $79. All you do is email us at drunkrefund at gmail.com, and we will uh, send you a link that allows you to buy a pickup truck of junk removal for $79 instead of $229. The lowest price that we have for that otherwise is on Groupon, and that price is $99. We have done thousands of jobs on Groupon. If you go to Groupon.com and look up 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, you will see 450 reviews with a 97% five-star rating. So we're very proud of that. We think that's pretty cool. And that's been a lot of work. But this price that you get through just the radio show is 20 bucks less than the Groupon price. So we really tried to set something up at a great price for listeners to the radio show. So if you're in the Salt Lake City area or the Intermountain area, or if you're one of these folks that's got a few bucks and you can just fly last minute to come out and check stuff out, check out the Salt Lake Convention Center, the Salt Palace in downtown Salt Lake, and just look for the people walking around town dressed up in costumes, and they'll take you, just follow them, and they'll take you to the convention center. Um, it It is coming to life. Today is the first day. One o'clock is when the celebrities show up. I think they start doing uh, autographs and other stuff at two o'clock, and it's uh, it's just going to be a fun day. What I don't understand, and I don't know specifically. In fact, if you know the, the answer to this, call the show eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight and tell us how an actor's strike, the Screen Actors Guild, I guess it is. How does that strike affect these wonderfully talented people in a convention like this? I think some of them um, do not have still photos out in their booths that they would normally have out where they could sell and sign. Some of them don't have that. I've seen some today already here that are out there, so I'm not really sure who this exactly applies to and who it doesn't apply to. But it, it should be an interesting thing to see for the next three days. Um, hats off to my friend Dan Farr, the CEO of this event. We started it 10 years ago. We're here at the 10th year anniversary of this event, the largest convention in the state of Utah. And they pack the Salt Palace and fill it up with, I don't know, tens of thousands of people come through here in a three-day format. I got to tell you, I've never seen so much cash flying around the place before. Most of what they do here is all done in cash. So the autographs, the photo opportunities, other stuff that you can do with the celebrities, all cash. And so there's a lot of cash flowing around here. And my buddy Dave apparently looks over that and handles that for these guys. Um, 
So anyway, we're ex- I'm excited to be here. I flew in yesterday. I've got to put in a plug for my friends at Frontier Airlines. When I started flying on them, I don't know, 10 years ago, I live in Washington, D.C. I've got a lot of family in Utah, so I go back and forth to Utah quite a bit. And the cheapest fares out there were on Frontier Airlines. And so I just started flying them. When I got on the plane, when I was in the gate area, anytime somebody said something about Frontier Airlines, it was not complimentary. And, in fact, it was, it was fairly negative. And I just thought, well, okay, that's, that's true. But these planes are almost brand new if they're not brand new. And that's a comforting thing. And they have the best rates going out to Salt Lake City via Denver in the, in the Washington, D.C. area. So I just started flying on them. You don't have to, you know, when you, when you fly from Washington, D.C. to Salt Lake City, you're going to put about 2,000 miles on your frequent flyer number. Do that a few times, and you'll, you'll end up with 20,000 miles. Once you have 20,000 miles, you are an elite member in Frontier, which means you then board the planes first. You get the exit seat or the extra stretch-out seat areas upgraded at no charge. Those seats actually are extra padded seats. Um, let's touch a little bit about the rest of the seats on the plane. But the, the seats are fabulous and are extra padded and are great. And uh, you just get treated like a king. On, on more than one occasion, on many occasions, actually, I've been the first one to get on the plane. And on a couple of occasions, once I got on, I turned around and just called up to the flight attendants in the front of the plane, okay, let's go. They didn't do it, but at least I made the request, which is probably good for something. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break here. We still don't have Quentin here. He's obviously busy with a bunch of stuff going on here. But I'm going to take a break here for a minute, and we'll be back to you in about a minute on the Junk Refund Show coming to you live from the FanX Convention in Salt Lake City, Utah, on bbsradio.com. Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies, then wondered what they did with the stuff? Especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got $3,200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life. Hey, it's Alan Cook back here with you at the FanX convention in Salt Lake City, Utah. This is day one of the convention. Um, my good friend uh, Dave here arranged for me to interview one of the celebrities who's here who will be signing autographs in the next couple of days. Quentin Aaron, who was the co-star in the movie The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock. He flew into town last night at midnight. I think he's had a hectic 24 hours. 
Uh, he is supposed to be here right now on the radio show, and I'm sure we'll see him here shortly. When he walks in the room, um, everybody everybody knows him, and I am surrounded right now by a boatload of celebrities who are all here. They have 93 celebrities coming in this year, the 10-year anniversary of San X. And these folks are going to come in here and sign autographs for three days. You're going to pay anywhere from, say, $50 to $120 to get one of the autographs. You can also do a photo shoot with these folks. I don't know if the current strike with the Street Screen Actors Guild um, prevents them from doing that. I'm assuming it does not. But, uh, but it's just a, it's a chance for what's going to be about 100,000 people to get the junk out of their lives and come hang out with some of their favorite celebrities, uh, everything from voice actors to Michael J. Fox and the gang from Back to the Future are going to be here. Michael will be here tomorrow and Saturday. Biff was uh, sitting here just behind me not very long ago, having a great time. Um, just a lot of wonderful actors will be here, and the whole autograph session and everything starts at about 2 o'clock today, mountain time. So I am, I am here uh, basically surrounded by very famous celebrities who have just come into town. And I've set up a little table and a couple of chairs over in the corner where I can, uh, can interview Quentin and just talk with him a little bit about, about his life and some of the things that he's doing, which, which is quite remarkable. Um, he starred in the movie in 2009, The Blind Side, with Sandra Bullock. Uh, she won the Academy Award for Best Actress in 2010. She won the People's Choice Award. She won the Golden Globe Award for her portrayal in that movie and did a fabulous job so I'm, uh, it, it, it's uh, I've got the because we have to do this on my iPhone and I want to make sure and we have to do it on a speakerphone because Quentin's going to be here with me you know sitting across from this little round table um, it's critical of course to keep the power on so I've got the I got the phone powered into the wall here right behind the water dispenser where these folks can come and get a drink. And Quentin and I will be over here in the corner talking, you know, celebrity stuff and uh, talking about his life. He, he has, I think, a lot that he can share with people about how to get the junk out of your lives. He, at one time, weighed 559 pounds. This is public knowledge, so I'm sure I'm not, you know, saying something I, I shouldn't say. And then he lost 100 pounds. And I saw him about two hours ago when he first got here. He looks great, and he's just a, a, a great guy. Uh, the folks that arranged this interview for me said that he has a very big heart, and he's just one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. And so I'm very excited to have him here and to talk with him about his life and what he's done to get some of the junk out of his life, both by being a very famous actor. I don't know what his acting career was before he got the part, of Michael on the blind side. I know since then, in the 14 years since then, he's done, I think he did a guest appearance on The Law and Order. He's done, I don't know, half a dozen other TV shows and is now involved in a music career that I'm interested to ask him about. And just find out more about kind of what he does. I was, um, I was at a doctor's office yesterday, I guess it was, 
and happened to pick up one of the magazines that was just sitting there on the table at the doctor's office. And one of the things that it talked about was to declutter. There was an article in there by a lady who wrote a book called Minimalista. Minimalista. And helping people get the clutter out of their lives. And I just happened to scan through the article and read some of the highlights that she had. And it talked about, you know, pick, pick like one corner of that room and slowly work your way around in a circle, a 360-degree circle, until you come back all the way. Don't tackle the whole thing all at once. Just tackle it a little bit at a time. Get one garbage bag, for example, Go through the stuff, organize the stuff, and see if you can fill up one garbage bag of stuff that you want to get rid of. Other stuff that is in in the room that you don't want to throw away that you might want to donate, set it aside until you have a donation pile that is big enough to hold another trash bag. Wonderful tips. I think it was in Better Homes and Gardens magazine where I saw this article. But her book is Minimalista do a shout-out for her book. She had some terrific ideas about um, just decluttering your home and your life. Um, she talked about this need of, you know, I might need something, and that's that's a trigger that you probably never will need it. Um, she talked about having memories of stuff, and don't you don't want to throw stuff away because it's tied to some memory with your grandmother or whatever. Take a photo of it so you can preserve the photo of it and donate or get rid of the item so you don't need to carry it around. One thing you have to realize is that uh, Grandma, bless her heart up in heaven, doesn't want to be remembered because you have her chest of drawers. She wants to be remembered without you having to look at the chest of drawers, right? She's not a chest of drawers. And just because it was hers doesn't mean you have to hold on to it. She's not using it anymore. Why do you need to use it, right? That can be kind of a blunt approach to this sometimes, but I think it's also a valid approach that makes a lot of sense. Um, Anyway, check out the book Minimalista. I read a little bit of excerpts from the book yesterday in the doctor's office, and it was great. I'm going to do a shout-out, kind of give you some updates of what's happening in our business. We're in the Washington, D.C. area. One of the ironies of our business is that the junk removal companies will come out and and put yard signs out on the street medians, street corners, um, freeway off-ramps and on-ramps. I mean, they're everywhere. And they've done this for years because the brilliant folks at 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and I'm serious when I say that, they, they, uh, Brian Scudamore and his, his gang have done a great job at that company. They would start, they started posting little yard signs along the streets advertising their business. So the other junk removal businesses came in and basically copied what they were doing. And um, pretty soon, as you drive down streets in the Washington, D.C. area, you see five or six signs in the median of the road, all for junk removal. And I thought, well, that's ironic. It's the the junk removal companies that are supposed to be decluttering our county, not cluttering it up. And how ironic that that's happening, and it's all junk removal companies. I mean, you know, if you had a sign from a CPA and an injury attorney and somebody's restaurant, 
I mean, you know, you'll see those around town, but if they all went in and started cluttering up the medians and the on-ramps and the off-ramps and et cetera, like the junk removal companies have done, there'd be such a, a backlash from the public demanding that those signs be taken down. So we just, a couple of days ago, put up our first bus shelter sign in the Tyson's Corner, Virginia area. We pay a certain amount of money each month. I figured out uh, when I had uh, my friend Eric, my, my account rep, on the show a couple of weeks ago, we figured out it's costing me less than 25 cents an hour to have a bus shelter sign up that nobody's going to, it's not going to fall down. It's not going to get run over. It's not going to clutter up the street. The city of uh, Arlington, Virginia, doesn't have to go out and, and waste their employees' time picking it up and removing it because it's not supposed to be there anyway. And it, it's just a cleaner, better, more professional way, in my opinion, to advertise your business. And that's what I was excited about. We just got our first one up uh, in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. We're now working on our second one to go into Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, anyway, it's a lot of fun. You can check out the 1-800-JUNK-REFUNDS Facebook page. Or if you want to find out what it's been like, what my life's been like the last couple of months, doing junk removal jobs, I think in six different states in the last couple of months, go to YouTube and look up our channel, 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, and watch any video that you want to there of these different jobs. I just put up the video a couple of nights ago from my recent trip down to Sarasota, Florida, um, where I flew into Tampa from Salt Lake City. Uh, thank you, Frontier Airlines. It was a $30 flight. Hundreds of dollars for most folks, but with their Go Wild Pass, which gives you free airfare for a year, for me it was 30 bucks, And I just loved it. And, uh, and then flew back to Baltimore for another $30 when I was done with the job. Check out the Go Wild Pass. That's really what I meant to say originally when I started talking about Frontier Airlines, but then I got sidetracked. Check out their Go Wild Pass. Um, they have them for... I don't know, six months at a time. I bought the annual pass for $599. And within a month of buying it, I had saved $1,800 in airfares. That was three months ago. And I continue to save. It's probably paid for itself four times over, maybe five times over. And I still have eight months to use it. So I'm a big fan of traveling cheap if you're traveling by yourself. And Frontier Airlines does it as well as anybody that I know with their Go Wild fares, and it just works out really well. Um, I'm saving a bundle of money, and as long as I need to go to a city that they're flying to, hey, I'm, I'm game. I'm, I'm on board. The planes are always new or close to new. The staff is terrific. Um, You've got to pay, pay for your snacks, which I still haven't gotten used to yet, but... I fly pretty much to any major city in the United States right now for $30, and that's one way. And it's simply the airport taxes. My actual airfare is one penny, and then I just pay the airport taxes, which ends up being about $30 per city. But it works out well, and uh, I'm not complaining because of the way these guys have, have treated me and others who have bought the pass. So... I'm, I'm having fun. Check out the, the uh, 
go wild pass on Frontier Airlines and enjoy it and use it for all it's worth. They, I think they currently have a fall and winter special going on for two ninety nine, which is very much worth it. These folks also fly to Latin America, to, to Mexico. They do some international routes, and the same deal applies to those international routes. You save money big time. You just pay the airport taxes when it's time to uh, hop on the plane and head to, you know, Cabo San Lucas. Um, so anyway, kind of a kind of a cool thing. I do have to tell you, last week I was in the Tampa, Florida area in Sarasota, Florida. I think I talked about this on the, the show last week when I did it. But it's a it's a really weird feeling to pull into a gated community in an upscale city and see a sign there directly below the stop sign that says, caution, alligators in the area. I got used to that, and I kept looking for like three days to see an alligator. Never, never once saw one, but that's okay. It was, it was uh, the luck of the draw, I guess. But, boy, lots of ponds, lots of water. You hear all the stories about you know, pythons and alligators and all this kind of stuff that you find down in Florida. But uh, never once saw any of it, and, um, but I did see the signs, and the signs got my attention. So anyway, it was kind of fun. But we go around the country. I've been from Seattle to Boston to Tampa to Los Angeles, um, from Chicago to San Antonio. Um, shout out to the, the – uh, hey, Dave. Shout out to the good folks at uh, Enterprise Rental Car for all that they do to help me when I go out of town. I'm going to take a break here for about a minute. I'll be back here in just a minute. You're listening to the Junk Refund Show on bbsradio.com, coming to you from Fanex at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah. Be back in a minute. Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies, then wondered what they did with the stuff? especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got $3,200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life. Hey, this is Alan Cook from the Junk Refund Show, coming to you from Fanex in Salt Lake City, Utah. Having a great time here. A bunch of celebrities um, coming here to be here for three days, signing autographs, doing photo ops, etc. Excited to talk to my, my new friend, Quentin Aaron, who is a co-star of the movie The Blind Side, and um, get his thoughts on some of the, on Fanex and some of the things that he's been doing in his life. But bunch of, no problem, bunch of, bunch of celebrities here, behind me i've kind of got my back to them but among others you've got the cast of back to the future who are, who are in town michael j fox will be here friday and saturday 
um, he has done some amazing stuff over the years, raising, I think it's hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in Parkinson's disease research. Um, and God bless him and his wonderful family for all the good that they're doing. Um, Chris Floyd, who played the scientist in that movie, was here just a few minutes ago. I got to say hi to him before I started the radio show. Um, Biff was one of the first guys here. He's been, he has a great personality. He's talking to a lot of people around here and has a great um, sense of humor about him and a very quick personality. And just having a lot of fun talking with people here at FanX about the experience. I came here for the first time last year as just a volunteer because I know the guys that run this show and I was happy to help out and just be a part of it um, and uh, volunteer. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, and here just having a good time at FanX in Salt Lake City. This is the largest convention in Salt Lake City. It was started 10 years ago by a brilliant guy named Dan Farr, who is the CEO of FanX. And they have 93 celebrities here. You've got, uh, and again, you're going to have to forgive me because I can't pull all the names off the top of my head. The guy that starred in The Karate Kid is here. His nemesis is here. Um, the folks from um, the uh, Harry Potter series, the red-haired twin boys, you guys all know who they are. They are here. Um, a bunch of people from a bunch of different series and TV shows and all kinds of things are also here. And it's day one of this convention, and all the celebrities are coming into town. And when they come into town, they come to a place called the Green Room in the Salt Palace, and that's where I am. I kind of pulled up a little corner, a little table and a couple of chairs over here in the corner so I could interview Quentin Aaron and talk to him about his involvement as a co-star of the movie The Blind Side and some of the stuff that's going on in his life since then. He has a fascinating story. Um, his, his mother, his real-life mother, always taught him to be your best self. And that's one of the questions I want to ask him is, is a little bit about his own mother. One of the great stories of the blind side, of course, is the love that a mother, an adoptive mother, takes in for or, or displays for a kid that she takes in um, and uh, helps raise him uh, and helps turn him into an NFL you know, star. Uh, Michael Orr was, um, in fact, here, here he comes now. We're going to talk about it in just a second. Michael was drafted, I think, number 23 in the NFL draft. And, hey, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Good, good. Have a seat. Um, and it's a, it's a great thing. So I am, I am pleased. We got a thing for you there? Okay, you good? Yeah. All right. So I am pleased to be joined by Quentin Aaron, who is the co-star of the movie The Blind Side and is doing a lot of cool stuff since then, including music career and some other stuff. It is great to have you on the show. We're doing it through a, a, a speaker on my iPhone, so it's very yeah, simple, that's and that's why I kind of pulled us over in this in this area. Thanks. Um, tell me, I, I, I watched the movie again Monday night. Mm -hmm. I know you're doing some stuff in music and other stuff. It's been 14 years since you were in the blind side. Yeah. And I thought what I would do... And, I, again, your schedule, I don't know where they want you next and how soon you got to be someplace else. So 
thing at the table. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, they gave me permission on the, on the radio. The producer of the show said, stay as long as you want and just keep going if you want. So I'm going to let you kind of be the time, guys, but I'm thrilled to talk to you. Cool. Um, I got to tell you, uh, Quentin is 6'8". I'm going to guess about 400 pounds. Yeah. And he's got a big smile on his face, and, and other celebrities are coming by saying hi to him and et cetera. Oh, man. I'm such a fan of these shows as well. You, you have been coming to this for how many years? Well, this is my first Salt Lake show. Oh, okay. First Salt Lake show, but this is my fourth show for fans. Nice. Um, I met Dan last year. You know, we became good friends and, and uh, um, I'm part of the family now. Yeah, so you are. Doing all the shows with them. Well, I forget. I'm doing a minute interview right now. Okay. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. We're good. We're flexible. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you can tell, there are a bunch of cool folks walking around here behind us. I kind of got Quentin over here in the corner so we can talk on the radio show. But yeah. what I want to do is I want to talk about, like, current stuff mm-hmm. and then go backwards, right? I don't want to start with the blind side. That's 14 years ago. Cool. You were brilliant, then, by the way. Thank you. So let's talk about what's going on today. So Fanex, this is your first Fanex in Salt Lake. This is my second Fanex. I was a Mormon missionary with Dave Farr when he and I were both 19 and 20. And that's how I knew him. So that is a 40, 45-year friendship. And he has told me over the years, you got to come to Fanex and you got to see what's going on. So I came out last year and had me sell autographs from William Shatt. So I don't know what they're going to have me do this year. But this year, I said, hey, I'm on for three days. And, and I'm just thrilled to have you here. Um, tell me about about your own mother. Let's start with that. You mom? Have, your mom. Tell me about your feelings about your mom. Most important woman in my life. She's up there now. But uh, she's the reason for the family who I am, where I am. You know, she protected me. Loved me, cherished me, raised me, taught me, and encouraged me to follow my dreams. Despite of everything that we've been through, and I've seen her go through the sacrifices she made for my brother and dad. Um, she's my my superhero. How long ago did you lose her? Uh, 15 years. It's been 15 years. August 30th, May, 15 years. And she passed away in 2008. So she never saw you in the mood. But she, one of the last things she told me before she passed, because the movie was on hold for a while, and she said, I don't want you to worry. There's no way they're going to do that over without you. Mom said, they're on hold right now for whatever reason, but when they're going to do it, they're calling you. They can't do that without you. And that's what she believed. She was right. I learned not to doubt her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't doubt mama. She knows. Mama knows. Older brother or younger brother? Younger brother. Interestingly enough, um, I never knew my father growing up. A couple of years ago. I guess that might be true when I read a little bit about it. Go ahead. A couple of years ago, I, just, I got this urge to look for him. Yeah. Found him through uh, Ancestry. Nice. And we wound up connecting. I want to say maybe like a month and a half or two months before he passed away. Oh. But he connected me with his other children. It turns out I have a dozen brothers and sisters on my father's side. I got ten myself. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like 14 of us 
all together. You know, count me and my brother. Yeah, and yeah. And me and my brother have a different father. So, uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. But, yeah, Saba, huge family. Um, I haven't met them in person yet, but we all keep in touch with Texas. Good. 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 At some point, we're going to make it happen. Good. We all can connect and have that big reunion. Awesome. You know? That's awesome. Um. Tell me about your music career. You fill me in on that. What you're doing in that area? So, music has always been a love of mine. Um, I grew up singing in church, and even before I got into the church, I was singing in the school in the chorus, tenor, or bass, uh, or baritone. I was a tenor and alto growing up. Good. Uh, I had a high range. Me too. <clears throat> and uh, it was just a joy of mine, like. My mom loved music. She played music all the time, and that's how I got into it because, you know, my mom was my biggest. I was definitely a mama's boy thing, too. So she would always play songs she liked, and I liked She did a great job. I was understanding <laughs> music and stuff, and then so I taught myself how to sing like the artists out here. And one of my favorites, my, one of my favorites growing up was Michael Jackson. Yeah. So I did a Who's Love the Music. Nice. At a talent show when I was seven, I won first place. You did? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I remember I went one summer to stay with my grandparents in Augusta, Georgia. And my grandma was like, you see in this thing this room, you going to go to church. And, oh, that's and a I was good, like, that's I was, a good deal. Yeah, and I was like, uh, you know, grandfather's preacher, you know, mama's grandma's preacher, right? So, <laughs> nice. Like, you know, we're going to church. Like, okay, we're going to church. We're going to church. <laughs> and we went and I heard the choir and I was like, okay, all right, I like this, I like this. You know, so we did that. And um, from there, it was just, you know, I joined the choir. I was on two choirs and I joined three. And then, you know, I was on every choir except for the senior and the women's choir. Have you put out an album recently or what? No, not an album yet. Um, I've recorded a few songs, but I, I put out one. So cool. I put out a, a single, Lead With Love, my debut single, Camera, June 23rd this year. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's been pushing A lot of people are here and like it. Um, you know, we hope we can do some big things with it. I nice. still want to shoot them. Yeah. So, I still want to shoot a music video. Before, <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I'm, this is the first time I've met Quentin, and... It is just really fun to sit here across from a guy who just has, like, this magnetic smile. As the celebrities walk behind me, Quentin can see who they are. I can't see who they are. But they're stopped. They say hi to him. They wave to him. This is a very popular guy here at Spanx. And, and yet I get the sense, as, as Dave told me when he was telling me a little bit about you, this is a guy who has one of the biggest hearts and is one of the nicest guys at Fan X and one of the nicest celebrities out. That's a quote from Dave. That's what he said about you. Yeah. And it just says a, a, a lot about you and, and, and what you're like. Tell me, um, you're from the, are you from the Bronx originally? Yes. yes. Grandparents are down in Augusta. Right? And they moved down there in Okay. What's the most exciting thing going on in your life? Right, right, that time? right now, no, now. Oh, right now? Yeah. Her, what's got you like really pumped? Oh man, it's all right. Um, I, without putting out too much information, I uh, got engaged. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, I'm going to be getting married too, and so uh, I'm excited about that. I'm 39. Finally, you're a young pup. 
I'm 65. You're a young fuck. Hey, listen. <laughs> so, you know, the average person is not even like early 20, you know, spitting out babies already. I don't, I don't have any kids yet. And so I'm, I'm, I'm cool because I'm at that point in my life where I feel like I'm ready. Yeah, good. And it's starting to happen. So I'm, I'm excited. Do you want to talk about how you met the girl? Not yet. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got you. Well, I'm excited for you. Absolutely. Good guy right here. It's my fun brother. There we go. How you doing? Good. Yourself as a professional on set and just watch whatever and how 
how humbled but also professional and, and caring and like approachable she is. You know, she would she would I remember she didn't have lunch with us all under the tank instead of going to her trailer and everything. That's it was cool. So cool, like just watching her all the time. She was cool to hang out with. I love it. And so I just took so much from that film and that experience and just look forward to applying it other parts of my life and career. How did you feel when you were at the Academy Awards and she won the Academy Awards oh, for amazing. Best Actress? It was amazing. I, I, I knew she was um, Like, you knew you believed? Or, I mean, you, you kind of, you, you would have bet your life she was going to win. I was, yeah, like, it, 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 it's hers. It's hers, definitely. No disrespect to the other. Yeah. She had some great She did have some great values. But I just felt like it was in the bank for her, you know. And I was excited. I mean... But this was like the, at the beginning of my career, so I was a little bit and I didn't know a lot of the things that I yeah. did now. Yeah. Because I could have done things differently, and I possibly would have been nominated as well. But, you know, it's, it's, it's you look me and learn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know better now, so I'll be better. Was that your first movie? Or were there movies before that? First lead role. First uh, lead role. It was a uh, fourth film. Fourth film. Fourth film. Yeah. Awesome. What do, what, what do you like most about Sandra? Um, her personality. She was just so cool to hang with and uh, get to know her set. And just like, so personal, like I said. And not to mention the fact that I was having crushes. Like, come on. He had that on the top of, like, having me shaking even this What would you say when you first met her the very first time? Yeah. Tell me what that was like. I, so I went to uh, the hotel in Atlanta where we were meeting. I was meeting her and the director, and they were talking, and I came in outside the room. So when I walk into the room, they walk up to me and give me a big hug. She walks up to me, and like, immediately gave me a big hug, and the director pulled out his phone and took a picture and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Come say hi. How are you? I give a hug. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> How popular this guy is. <laughs> These celebrities come by and they see Quentin and they just come up and hug him and give him a kiss on the cheek and do all kinds of fun stuff. cheek or whatever. So for those of you who don't know, that was Holly Marie Combs yeah. and Rose McGowan from Charm. 
point if you watched Charm back in the day. No, I'm, I'm a little naive on some of these folks. To be okay, honest. yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, and then it was just his name, but he was in something that I watched going up to, and I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it'll come back to me. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, see, I'm surrounded by celebrities, and I can't tell you, you know, we have to find them in our faces, more so than names, but like, uh, uh, I remember, I remember a lot of them at previous shows and everything, so it's cool. Like when I come to these things, it's almost like the same people again. It's like I was in Well, yeah. I feel like you were in the project back in the 80s and that kind of movie. Yeah, right there. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah, it was a fight night. And I got, um, yeah, this is great. Tell folks, because see, you know who they are. Yeah. I, some of these folks, I don't know. I'll recognize yeah. some of them, but a lot of them I won't recognize. I know, but the thing about me, I went on many works, like, I remember. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, okay. So. <laughs> but you got a bunch of them in your phone, I'm sure, probably. Wait, exactly. Yeah. Where were you at Fan X, the other city that you, there are other cities that you've been at? Were you down in Tampa I or did, Indianapolis? I did, uh, so I did all of the cities this year. Um, I did cool. Atlanta was the first one. That's then I did. Yeah. I can't remember the yeah. Then I did Indianapolis. Then I did Tampa in July. And then now here. What, what do you do? You know how many autographs you're going to sign in the next three days? I'm <laughs> how much do you charge? Do you pick the price of what you charge? Do the celebrities pick the price. Um. I, I think I think sometimes then you can pick the price. I, I try not to break the bank, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot more people here have bigger prices than I do, so I'm moderately low. What will how much how much will people pay for your autograph? Forty dollars. Forty bucks. Yeah. That's the oh, yeah. lowest I've seen. I, I did William Shatner last year, it was hundred and twenty a piece. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, that's an awesome figure. I don't know if I have it in my heart to, to charge that much. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, hey, listen, but he was trying to charge. He's a freaking legend. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't look at myself. Well, that says a lot about what you're like because the other, I kind of walked around the tables to see who's coming this year. Uh, Fifty dollars for an autograph is the lowest I've seen. Oh, you're at forty bucks. Good for you. Good for you. That's awesome. Maybe you think maybe I should raise it a little. No. Oh, tell me what I mean. You know, <laughs> that means I should have the biggest line. <laughs> you, you should have the biggest line. You should have the biggest line. What, what advice do you have for the kids who are out there who have not been dealt the most favorable hand of cards in their life? And you know what I'm saying? The kids yeah. that have just got a tough situation kids like me, like you, what um, would you tell them? For those kids that are still in school and not, you know, have a tough run at life, if you know what you want to do, focus on doing it. Every step of the way, take advantage of the people at your disposal. You can, you can, you can. Uh, teachers, uh, you know, your principal, whoever, whatever adult in your life that you can connect with that'll help you expand on what you want to do in life, whether it's in the arts or some sort of business or even acting or singing, you know. Um, I say take advantage of it when you're young. Grow that passion by putting in the work constantly because when you get older and 
the world is no longer as kind because you're not an adult, it'll be a lot easier when you already know where you're headed and how to get there because you put in the time when you were younger. Uh, life is going to happen, you know. Um, sometimes we get dealt bad cards, but, you know, most you can do is take it on the chance, keep on moving. And, and play the best hand you can. Play the best hand you can, you know. If I, you know, sometimes in life, I could be sitting there with nothing, but I'm going to play it like I got all the aces. You know what I mean? Every yeah, right. Time. Right. Uh, because I'm trying to speak that positivity into my life. And if, it's where, if I believe in something wholeheartedly and I work hard to achieve it, just stop it. That's right. You know, plus I also got God in my life. He's the head of my life. And I put him first in all that I do. And, you know, I, I think can't go on, you know, and do that. And I mean, not to say that. I, I'm, I'm not trying to impose my... Yeah, no, no, that's right. Yeah, no, everyone's free to do what they right. feel. That's just what I, you know, Does that go back to your grandparents in Augusta? Is that where the... Yeah, growing up in church and, uh, you know, and, and in my church home in New York as well. And, you know, the more I grew up and the more I got closer to Christ and my connection with him and just building that relationship. He's shown me throughout my life several times where, you know, he's real. I said it's funny. Sometimes you'll get put in a situation where you can't depend on nobody but him. That's true. That's true. You know who to give the credit to. And I've had a couple of those instances in my life, you know, like when I got the blindside. Yeah. Literally 30 seconds before I got an eviction notice. 30 seconds before 30 seconds before I got the call that I got to move part, I got an eviction notice. Holy cow. The sheriff's department called me and said, we are evicting you in 72 hours, and, uh, you know, if you don't move out by then, your door is going to be padlocked, everything that's in there will be property of the owners. I got the phone, I was like, all right, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, you know, how old were you? I was 24. 24. Okay. Yeah, 24. All right. Um, and you had and you had auditioned. How I auditioned. So how much earlier from that time did you audition? A little over a year. Okay. My first audition was in uh, October, the end of October of 2007. The day that I got that eviction notice. And then the call that I got the movie was late February 2009. Unbelievable. Literally like the end of February going into March because um, I think we got October and March 3rd. So that might have been, yeah. So that was the end of, that was the beginning of March. And you said it was how long from the eviction notice till you got the notice? Was it 30 minutes? 30 seconds? 30 like I literally, I got off the phone. That's unbelievable. I hung up. I said to myself, all right, I'm going to get a hotel from me and my brother figure out from there what to do next. Tell me about that phone call. Phone. Tell me about that phone call. So I'm at I'm working with the security job. First job I got all year long, like all winter. First of all, just to, to recap, my mom passed away August thirtieth, two thousand eight. Me and my brother stayed in the same apartment that we lost her in. I couldn't get a job all winter. All winter, no money. Are you up um, in the Bronx? Up in the Bronx, walking back and forth to my aunt's house, cooking food for me and my brother, so we can eat one meal. 
our we lost all of our lights, utilities, all they shut the power off. Yep. So think of the winter in New York, no electricity. Nothing. You and, and your me, you and your brother. Me and my brother. Same place we lost our mom now. The week that I got the security job was the first job I got all year. It was the end of February. It was a seven days security job, paid a thousand dollars. I was just so happy to like yeah, for the first time. You know, for the last day of the job was the day I got the eviction notice. So I was like, All right, I'll take the money that I'm getting today, go get us the hotel, figure it out from there. As soon as I had that thought, the phone rings again. My my manager at the time picks up, she goes, Quick, guess what? Now, I told you how long it's been since I heard anything from that movie. Now, a year. She right? said, guess what? And I said, blindside. She goes, how did you know? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> at the time that I said that, I see Tina Fey walking towards me. Huh? Because this is that Silver Coast studio. So Tina Fey, when it was shooting 30 bucks, was down the hall. Yes, yes. She's walking towards me. I'm like, and then when I said, wait, what? And she's like, this and she's right there for me, and I said, I, I, I'm from clear. I'm clear. I'm clear. <laughs> so I got hung up on the manager, and I told Tina, say, I was like, she's like, what happened? I said, I just booked the league on the major motion picture. She <laughs> didn't tell me that. <laughs> you know, she said, how do you know? But I was like, you know, I know. I know. And so she said, oh, my God, I thought you were security. And I said, correction, I love security. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> And she gave me no, a hug. No, I have security. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she gave me a hug, and she went on about her business. I said, oh, that's awesome. I said, wait, I called the manager back. So I, I picked up the phone, called her back. Hey, there That's a great question. Um, 
they were like, yeah, we'll get you two first practice tomorrow on the phone. Okay. Your brother's loving you. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my like, birthday was too. That's unbelievable. I'm like, 30 seconds after you got evicted, after you got the nerves. That's after. unbelievable. I'm like, look at I tell you, I should do not. The part where I got emotional was uh, I went home and I called my brother. Now, he hadn't shown any emotion. And it was like, I didn't know the state of mind he was in. I'm moving on mom. She can cry. She can laugh. No smile, no smirk, no frown. Just straight, blink, you know, the whole time. I did a couple of tears, and I know all outside. Then I went back home, and I told him that we got that part. He goes yeah. back on the bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> First emotion I've seen from him is that, you know the thing with Sandra, when I said I've never had one before? And yeah. The bed, but she walked yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never had one before, yeah. And I think Joys like that, I walked out the room. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, God, you're like crying. I couldn't hold it together today. So like, oh, my God. See, that, 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 tells, yeah. that, that tells people what your heart's like. What, what you just said was you get this major motion picture part 30 seconds after being notified you're being evicted within 72 seconds. You get the call to confirm that they're going, yeah, we want you down in Atlanta. And you go home to your brother and you say, we got the part. Got the part. Yeah. Not I got the part. We got you said we got the part. Yeah. That's as good a that's as good a speech on being a brother and being a teammate as you what's that? We got the part. Four words. Yeah. There's a there's a sermon behind that whole thing, just that simple. That says a lot about you. I think that's fabulous. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was uh one of those moments where like, you know, he must have gone nuts. Yeah. He, he was so excited because it was like, we're coming out of here. I didn't even tell him about the eviction. I was like, why bring him up? You know, what so do you news. think there's anything you do about it? <laughs> At this point, it was nothing I needed to do about it. <laughs> you really need me? Hi. I'm out. See you in the theater. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what my thoughts were. That was like, that's cool. Whatever you want to wear, clothes tonight, <laughs> throw it in that bag. I'm throwing mine in the bag. See at the premiere. Left everything in the place that we didn't want to take, didn't need to take. That is it. such a great story. Yeah. yeah. We Dave, Dave, our mutual friend, um, was a linebacker at BYU and the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. And told me that, uh, I was going to tell you, he's, oh, he. We had a Heisman Trophy winner down there at one point named Ty Denver, who won the Heisman Trophy as a quarterback. We've had a lot of good quarterbacks at BYU over the years. Ty and the team were in Hawaii getting ready for a game mm-hmm. when they awarded the Heisman Trophy at the Downtown Athletic Club in New York. Mm-hmm. They called Ty to inform him that he had won the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. And his first words were, we got it. Exactly. Did he announce to the team, right? I thought that was a brilliant thing to say. And that's exactly, exactly what you said to your brother. Got the part. We got the part. That's fabulous. Is there anything? I know you got to, we, we, we got places to go, especially you, because you're going to start signing autographs. I hope you sign a thousand autographs in the next three days, right? 
They should come find you and glorify you. Is there anything, given that this show is about how to get the junk out of your, not just your home and your garage and stuff with a junk removal company that I am involved in, but it's also about how to get the junk out of your life. Is there anything else you want to say to listeners that just summarizes based on your life, your experience, all this good stuff that you've done? Anything else you want to say is kind of parting words of advice on well, a guy that's got a great story like you do? So I can impart some wisdom. There we go. On, uh, <laughs> what I've learned over the years. Um, as I said, I do motivational speaking too, but and I'm always learning. We're always learning, We're growing as we go. What uh, I've learned that in this one life that we have, we have to do what's best for us. Right. Society today tries to send you in the direction that they want you to go. Right. You get people around you who some may mean no harm, but they're trying to tell you, you need to do this or you need to do that. Sometimes it's not best to listen to the people that say, you need to do this and you need to do that. Because the way I look at it is like, if you really care about that person, find out what they want to do. Find out what they're passionate about. And then make some suggestions on how they can go about achieving that. As opposed to just telling them what it is they need to be doing with their lives. Right that has nothing to do with you. You know right, what I mean? Right. So if I can encourage people nowadays to follow your heart, no matter where you are currently in your life, it doesn't mean that you can't get to where you want to be. Correct. And, and look at your dreams as your goal. The only, thing, only reason we call dreams dreams because we think that they're unattainable. We think that we can't get to them. We call goals goals because we feel like there's something that we can achieve. Right. I stopped looking at my dreams as dreams because I knew that I could turn them into my reality. Right. And so I want to encourage kids to chase your dreams till they become your reality so that they become goals instead of dreams. Beautiful. And go for it. No matter where you are in your life, the only person that can stop you from being successful is you. You know what I mean? Because if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to do it. If you believe in yourself, you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And you can't tell everyone about what you're doing, what you're trying to do. They can know after you did it. But a lot of times people aren't trained for you. People aren't in your corner. And sometimes you'll tell them something that they can see because God didn't give them that insight. So it's like keep keep your head down, work hard, achieve what you want to achieve. And that way you could be where I am one day sitting there as a person who had this dream from childhood and is not living it Beautiful. and encouraging other people to do the same. That's That makes for a great life, doesn't it? Absolutely. When you turn your dream into reality with God's help, it probably doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Well, I just, I'm going to wrap this show up. Big thanks to Quentin Aaron, my, my new buddy here at Fanex in Salt Lake, and a, a brilliant guy both on and off the screen by just saying to his young lady he's engaged to wherever you are you are about to marry one of the finest people on the planet and i congratulate you in advance for connecting with this guy because that was a brilliant move on your part you're the best thanks for taking time to do this great to meet you have a great time at fan x absolutely you're welcome
Folks, uh, this is Alan kind of signing off for this week, having just talked to Quentin and Aaron here at Fan X in Salt Lake City. If you're anywhere near Salt Lake City, get your butts down here and pay 40 bucks to get his autograph. You can thank me later. See you next week on the Junk Refund Show. Thanks to everybody involved, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Junk Refund Show, the longest-running junk removal radio show on the air. Join us next week as we discuss innovative ways to declutter your home, your business, and your life using 20 years of junk removal experience. Find out why we give out free ice cream gift cards to our clients, too. In upcoming shows... We will explore how to get the junk out of your relationships, your spiritual life, your waistline, even your travel life. Plus, call in with questions and situations you would like some help with. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we are committed to bringing the next generation of junk removal because not all junk is junk. See you next week on the Junk Refund Show every Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern Time right here on BBS Radio TV.